Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast. I have been on such a long hiatus. It's been maybe a little bit over a year and you know, I am grateful for it. It's something that I really needed. I needed some time to kind of just decompress, um, really figure out what it is that I wanted to do, kind of figure out how I wanted the podcast to progressed. It's almost four years. I'm going into my fourth year of this podcast right now. We started in September of 2016. And, you know, I just really had an idea of wanting to do a podcast and who I knew who I wanted to do it for. I just kind of went with it, you know. And so it it takes a little bit of a little bit more planning than I initially did but you know things just popped off really quickly as fast as I could um, have ever imagined and I am so grateful for it but you know I needed some time just to step away from the podcast step away from a lot of things and figure out what direction I wanted to take my brand take my platform and figure out what I wanted my voice to sound like so I'm back I'm back with the podcast. I am, as you know, I am here in Oakland now, and it took me a while to kind of build a network as well, but I am in the process of doing that. I've met some wonderful people, and this first episode actually gives you a little glimpse into the people that I have led into my circle. So my first podcast is really just me sitting down with a few of my girlfriends, and we're just having a little girl chat as usual. So here is episode number one, and let's start the show. Everyone, hey, 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 welcome to the podcast. Finally, I am back. I want to thank you all for those of you who have been hitting me up on social media. It's just been a few, but um, I took a year long hiatus from the podcast and um, it was well needed. It was well needed, and I am excited um, about finally being, being back. I took a year long hiatus honestly from a lot of things just because I was just consuming myself with a lot of busyness um and really it served as distraction so I am back um gonna be a little more consistent with this thing it's been a long time I shouldn't have left you without a dope podcast to listen to <laughs> so what I want to do right now is just introduce my first guest and um, of 2020, and it is Miss Fel- Felicia. I never know how to pronounce your last name. Belts. Belts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't pronounce the L in there. Yes. Belts. Yes. Welcome, darling, to the Thank podcast. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. I am happy that you're here. All of our other guests are um, on their bed of affliction and sick and shut in. Wait, we have, we're going to have Jessica call in. Jessica's going to call in, so let me see. I don't know how you do that. Though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> have to connect see if I connect your Bluetooth to the um to the switchboard. Yes. Is your Bluetooth on? Yes. All right. We're gonna get Jessica to call. It's Roadcaster for you, so to connect to, to connect. Yeah. So okay. we're gonna get on another person. Jessica is going to call in so she can join us. And I am actually this is just the my girlfriends. My Girlfriends podcast, <laughs> and um, we are just gonna do a little girl chat actually, just to kick the new year off. Um, is your phone connected? Yep. All right. So I'm gonna see how we can how I can work this. We're in a new studio in Oakland, and so for those of you who have been listening for a while, um, it took me a a, a good little while to find a studio here in Oakland since I moved 
and I found one, and I am excited. And um, we're working on this new switchboard. It says it's calling. So, Bluetooth, let me turn this up. There we go. There, there we go. go. So <laughs> All this she, technology, I love it. When she gets on, I'll turn the volume back up. So let me know when she answers. Oh, I won't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's on. <laughs> hey, Jess, are you on? Hey. Let <laughs> me turn you up a little bit. So we are in some advanced technology stuff going mm-hmm. on right now. We have you connected to the switchboard on the Bluetooth, through Bluetooth. Oh, okay. And Can you're you being us? recorded. Can you hear us? Yeah, there you go. Okay, cool. So we're just getting started. I'm on Facebook Live right now. And so how I want to um, handle this Facebook Live, because my phone is all the way across the room, what I am going to do is I want you guys to interact and just, um, if you could just communicate with each other. I know it's early um, here in Cali, but it's lunchtime in Texas, so y'all should be up. But if you want to just interact through the comments, and then once I post this podcast, and it'll be posted on Monday, once I post this, and then I'll um, shout you guys out. And mention a few things that are um, questioned in the Facebook Live comments. And um, just address a few things that are in there. So go ahead and commune amongst one another. But I'm going to go ahead and get it started. So first thing I want to do is just talk about um, one segment that I wanted to introduce to the podcast. And it's called the Bay Area Beat. And it's the Bay Area Beat segment is the portion of the podcast where I highlight a black-owned business here in Oakland, California. And not necessarily just Oakland, but San Francisco and reveal all the surrounding Bay Area cities. And so, really, Jessica? <laughs> I know. I have a loud train by my house. Oh, that's right. Jesus. She's not She's I didn't pick up the train. All right. So. Um, no, the train is like literally right there. I'm sorry. Well, let's do this until we get, we need you on. Can you mute your phone? <laughs> <laughs> Just for a second. <laughs> then we're going to bring you back in. Okay. Okay. okay all no right. Problem. All right. So Bay Area Beat segment, my local black business this week or this podcast episode is Alice on Grand. Have you gone to Alice on Grand? I have not. It's a boutique, black owned. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I stepped into Alice on Grand um, walking to the nail salon. Mm-hmm. Salon. The nail salon. <laughs> and so the address is, what is the address? 3223 Grand Avenue. So it's across from the theater. And it is owned by Miss Alice and also Calcadan. Um, and some people may know her by, by Kalou. And so beautiful pieces that are in there. Like I said, it's black owned, female owned. Um, it's open, mm. um, I think, Monday through Saturday, maybe. I'm not sure, but if you're in the area, if you're in Oakland, you're on Grand, go and stop by Alice on Grand and see Miss Alice or Calcadan and tell them that Star sent you. I am probably going to stop by there after the recording because I need to go and just kind of see what they have. Um, That's great. If you follow me on Instagram, that yellow hat that I've had on in the... um, One of the pictures with the teal suit, I recently posted it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the yellow hat. Oh my goodness, I love that hat. The teal suit was fire. Can we just say though? <laughs> like, You're like, hey, the teal suit was fire. The photo was fire. So fire. Thanks, Jessica. Yes. That hat is fire, and that <laughs> hat comes from um, Alice on Grand, and she has amazing pieces. Um, shout out to Calcadan at Alice on Grand. All right, so Jess, you can unmute. We're going to get right into this. Okay. Episode. <laughs> We're going to get right into it. And one thing that I wanted to talk about. 
Um, first things first, Felicia came in here telling me I gave no direction. No direction. For the podcast. Um, I mean, you sent a brief and yeah, but it didn't have anything on it. You know, yeah, just so, where to park. <laughs> no, there were a few things on there. Just some rules and regulations. But one of the things that I was just Ooh. telling Felicia um, is what I like to do in the podcast. I don't like to give too much direction because I don't want it to feel rehearsed. I want it to be mm-hmm. genuine. And especially since, like I said, this episode was going to be just our girlfriends, our Girlfriend, we should just say that each time. <laughs> each time, each we time. have to sing it. That's a must. We Jessica. have to sing it. Um, and so since I knew it was just going to be us, I wanted our natural dynamic. You know, just natural mm-hmm. flow of conversation because we do flow from topic to topic, and I believe that we have great conversation. Yes. So I wanted to, um, right, Jess, and I wanted to be able to um have some authenticity in this, and um, so. First things first, we want to address Kobe Bryant. Oh, no. <laughs> we can't. No. <laughs> no. I have to. We have no. to address Kobe. So Jesus. I am a super yeah. fan. Super fan. Like, yeah. I don't fangirl over any other celebrity. I've been in VIP with J&B. I've met the Obamas. <laughs> You know what I mean? Have and you? I, what life have you been living before you came to Cali? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like, literally, right. my bucket list was to meet Kobe and to actually yeah. go to see a Lakers game at Staples. Yeah. Um, because when I was in Houston, every single time he came to Houston, I was at the stadium. Um, but my bucket list was to actually go and see him um, in Staples, because I needed to be amongst my people, amongst mm-hmm. my Lakers fans. And, of course, that before he retired, and, of course, that never happened. Um, but, Fee, where were you when you heard? It's so it's so tough to still talk about. I think yeah. I was I was in bed, and I think I think I saw maybe something on Facebook. I think it was on a social media channel. And then um, I sent it to my group chat, my friends, and I was like, is this real? Like... It just said Kobe died in a plane accident or a helicopter accident. Mm-hmm. So I was in bed. I think it was around 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. our time, California time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, where were you? Um, I was at church. Mm. Yeah, so um, it was we had just come off our church fast. And so it was our service that we typically do after the fast and we break the fast anointing service and um it was towards the end and someone one of the elders went up to bishop and whispered in the ear um whispered in his ear and he announced and you know me i sit on the front row because i'm a nerd um and i literally remember myself screaming out loud Mm. um and i picked up my phone and i checked my phone and i had so many missed calls from like my sister one of my best friends that I've known since kindergarten, um, um, my boyfriend, my sister's ex-best friend, just mm-hmm. like, I'm checking on you. Are you okay? Because they knew how much of a super fan I was. Yeah. Um, and it still doesn't feel real. It doesn't. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember going, when I got home, I just kind of, like, immediately turned on ESPN because I didn't mm-hmm. want to turn on any other news channel because I didn't want – I want I knew ESPN would do it justice, Yeah, right? for sure. Um. And so I turned on ESPN and I couldn't even look at the pictures. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. look at his face. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that Gianna was in the mm-hmm. plane with them. That was the hardest That's, part. Yeah. That was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And there's so many things that like just run through your mind. Yeah. Especially like I started thinking about Vanessa. Yeah. Like not only losing your husband, but mm-hmm. your child. Your child. Yeah. Your family. A family, family of six and now you're a family of four. Yeah. Um, Jessica, where were you? I actually was in church as well. Like it was my church's um uh, seven year like birthday. Mm-hmm. And so the service was longer than usual and mm-hmm. we were sitting there and we had a guest pastor in there um doing the uh, benediction and then I swear to you, everyone's phones were going off and then everyone's like little Apple watches and people were looking down and then all you heard was this like loud gasp. Mm-hmm. And it was like, like, I mean, and the people turned around whispering and like, it was, it was a whole thing. It was crazy. And I remember feeling, because that service was already very intense anyways. And I was already in a very emotional state, um, just from that word. But to hear that news, it was, it was so heartbreaking and it definitely felt surreal. Like it didn't feel like, I really felt like it was some cruel joke that somebody was like doing or saying mm-hmm. yeah because you know and then find the out kills someone. Huh? you know the internet kills people oh yeah mm-hmm. every month and it's <laughs> yeah, never true sure. yeah. every every single month yeah and then i thought for sure oh you know he got something like they got it wrong like mm-hmm. no, he's not. yeah there's no way like you know and so it just turned into those one of those like denial things I'm like wait what is happening is this real yeah. and then to find out about his daughter and then you know their friends and everything like that it was just super sad and then knowing his history too like you know he takes the helicopter all the time like yes. mm-hmm. I, I would have never never ever thought in a million years um that in his second life and I call it that because mm-hmm. you know he lived his first life doing what he loved and his mm-hmm. passion and giving all that he could for the sport and then in his second life he wanted to stay with his family and in his second life it, he just it, it he, he couldn't see it like it was it was just it was a lot yeah. It, really yeah. it was it still is it still is mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> i mean i read this thing that was so beautiful though the other day i think it was on instagram that i was just like stating that he's done his time here on earth and now he's in the kingdom he and gianna are you know serving a different purpose up there with god and i thought it was so beautiful because i think the death or any type of you know grief we just look at kind of we question our faith sometimes mm-hmm. our faith is being tested why god why did you take a 13 year old you know beautiful girl and her father and their friends but i also think that it's just i don't know it's so hard to explain it's very hard it's just when it's it's your time yeah Yeah. it's your time and and his legacy that he's left here it's just so beautiful and how many people loved him it's just so yeah it's so hard to talk about it's very hard i know (laughs) (laughs) listen the only reason i'm able to really talk about this right now without shedding any tears is because i did all my tear shedding in therapy yesterday (laughs) and so it was very helpful in therapy but one thing that one of my friends brought up with the fact that you know when you said you think about why a 13 year old and there were Mm -hmm. three two other 13 year olds olds, Mm -hmm. um on the plane but one of the things that my friend mentioned was that if this would have happened two things first first thing is that I found solace, solace in knowing that Gianna was with her dad yeah. when it happened, mm-hmm. you know? But also, what would Kobe be like if it was just, if Gianna would have left without him? Without him, yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. Like, what would, these headphones are driving me nuts. What <laughs> would um, Gianna be like losing her dad? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they were so close. So my friend was like, it's just also comfort 
knowing that neither one of them would have been the same yeah. without the other. And so God. It's true. Like, and how close they were yeah. and how God took them. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree with that. It's yeah. just, let's, let's change yeah, the definitely. subject. Like, <laughs> It's we so, have we gotta agree. We have to talk about it. You know, yeah, you gotta talk yeah, about it. And no, yeah. you know, but one thing too, like I was thinking about is that this death has shown I've never seen so many black men <laughs> so emotional. Yeah. Out loud. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean it it honestly I was like it honestly turned into like this beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah. I, I, un- I unpacked with one of my guy friends, um and he called me, and I had never, we have never been on that emotional level before. <laughs> and he had called me, and he was so just shaken up. And I was like, oh, my God, are you okay? Like, and he's like, I just, I can't call you. And he starts breaking down. And I, I mean, I felt it through the phone. I was like, wow, I've never, I've never seen you in this way. And it was, it was just turned into this whole, um, a beautiful moment. But I've never seen so many men so emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. And it's, it's going to be one beautiful. of those things that's going to be talked about for a while. Oh, you yeah. know, um, I went into Trader yeah. Joe's the other day and uh, there's a black guy that works there. I call him B.O.B. He reminds me of the, the, the singer. singer. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, he's like, yeah, she's been a tough week, you know. And so we were talking about that as well. So it's just one of those things that, yeah, you're going to talk about it with your bus driver, you mm-hmm. know, your Lyft driver, your friends. So. But you're right. He lived a beautiful, a beautiful life here life. Yeah. and he went with Gianna and God took them in the Together. Together. So, yeah. yeah. What's the thing, though, that you have, you feel like, because I know it's been almost a a week and we've all had the opportunity to reflect. And I actually had to take a day off. I was going to take a day off social media anyway, but I actually had to take a day off. And surprisingly, I got a lot of work done um, in that one day. Mm -hmm. But also, I wasn't as sad because Mm -hmm. it wasn't in my face the entire time. Um, but with that being said, with everything, um, social media, regular media, media, mm-hmm. media, you know, it's Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. Um, in the time that we've had to kind of reflect about, reflect on this, what have you learned from not necessarily Kobe's death, but his life? It's short. Um, God will take you. It's not our time at all. It's definitely when he's ready to take mm-hmm. you. And it just makes me realize the people that you have in your life. I mean, not everyone's saying this on social media, you know, hug the people you can and call them and, you know, don't mm-hmm. text them. And yeah, it definitely makes you, you know, want to be around your family and friends, your loved ones a lot more. But it's also that tomorrow's not promised right. at all. You know, you definitely have to. I mean, we can leave here, Lord forbid, and something happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just live life to the fullest and make sure, in my opinion, you're doing something that's purposeful, you know, Um yeah, it's kind of tough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jess? Uh oh, did the we train? Lose? Is the train going by? <laughs> did we lose her? She's still there. Maybe she had. To oh, stay. I'm sorry. I was, it was so bad. I was muted. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was just, and it was so bad. I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> that is so like I'm in a conference call when you're at work and you're on yeah. conference calls. Uh, are you there? Oh, oh my God. Just kind of. Yes. <laughs> it just honestly shows that life is just so precious. Mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes we um we really like that whole saying, you know, you only live once, you only live once. That's one hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like people are on the constant go because of that saying mm-hmm. that they forget to like appreciate the simple pleasures in life. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, it really just like it takes you it makes you take a step back and be like, look, like I don't need to constantly be this person or or whatever i need to appreciate 
the time that I have with the people that I love. And that's it. Right. Right. And one thing, so what I, I kind of picked up from it is that one thing that I admired about Kobe's life is that he loved what he did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he spent no, he yeah. spent every waking moment doing what he loved. Yeah. And both his um, NBA life and then his life after retirement, mm-hmm. he spent his time doing what he loved. And then mm-hmm. after retirement, spent, spent time with the people he loved the mm-hmm. most. Because a lot of the professional NBA players were just saying that during their seasons, um, they sacrifice so much, mm-hmm. you know, they sacrifice time with their families. They may not be able to see their child's first step or they miss recitals. And so after retirement, I mean, yeah, after retirement, you get an opportunity to spend that time with your family. And Kobe did, mm-hmm. you know, I saw photos of him like at a Demi Lovato concert uh-huh. with his oldest daughter, you okay. know? Yeah. Um, but so what I picked up from that is like, love who you love out mm-hmm. loud. Um, and, do what you love, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Don't waste time on distractions um, and focus on the one thing. This is what I thought about last night. There's one, the one thing that you're good at and master it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, because sometimes we're all over the place. You know, mm-hmm. we want to have our hands in this. And there's so many, there's so much pressure with multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but I also feel like focus on the one thing you're good at and master that and then move on to other things and you know there's nothing wrong with multiple streams of income but at what sake um at what are, what are you sacrificing to get it you know yeah. if you're just putting 10 10 and 10 percent into those little things but you haven't mastered anything so mm-hmm. that's the um one thing that I've learned is just put all of your your time and your energy um into what you love the most and it makes sense because I think if someone would have asked him, hey, you know, if you pass tomorrow, do you think you lived your legacy or, you know, have you done everything here on earth that you can do? And he's helped so many people, mm-hmm. you know, and I think he would say, yeah, um, as a father, as a husband, as a, a great basketball player. So it definitely puts things in perspective, what you're saying mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. 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 And I think it's just been so tragic, too, because it just happened like that like that nobody is ready yeah 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 Yeah. and then i was gonna say something really inappropriate you got people out here still living their lives and kicking up dirt but that's not our place it's not our god will take them down did you see though (laughs) speaking of did you see this video it was a makeup tutorial of this girl doing this tutorial it was on instagram i believe and so she's talking about how she was um in trader joe's i believe um and this lady came up to her and said that she misses the times, I'm paraphrasing, she misses the time of slavery, like cotton picking. So it's a black girl okay. doing her makeup. Yeah, was, and, yeah. A black woman. Yeah, okay. But a white woman comes what? up to her. Wow. Yes. Um, and so I think Amanda Seals may have reposted it. Mm-hmm. I saw it this morning. Um, and then, so the girl's doing her makeup and everything, and then she says that the, um, she says that maybe a week or two later, her manager finds out, comes and tells her that the lady passed away. And the girl is like, God, don't make no mistakes. <laughs> 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 He's a vengeful God. He'll make no mistakes. But yeah. Um, anyway, no, yeah, it's been it's been a pretty, a pretty, pretty rough. Week. Yeah. Um, and speaking of like relationships and friendships, because one thing that everybody has been talking about, and I think this is with anyone's death, because it happened with Nipsey as well, mm-hmm. you know, um, Spend time with those you love. Um, is that my phone? I think that's your phone. Are y'all acting up on Facebook Live? Like, how does this happen? 
<laughs> Can you see it on here? No, I'm not even on there. Um, okay. Um. Anyway, just talking about <laughs> spending time. Her phone's me. making noise. My phone is making noise. So <laughs> I'm just like someone speaking. And I we don't know. It's so funny. It's so delayed. I can't even hear anything. <laughs> That's crazy. I think someone. Can you talk on Facebook Live? I don't Strange. know. I'm gonna go and check it, but I'm gonna leave you with this thought. Okay. I mean, while I go over okay, here, you okay. and Jessica talk amongst mm-hmm, yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, just about the importance of true value friendships yeah that's deep i mean um so i'm in therapy right now and i think therapy is everything because i don't think you have to go to therapy for a specific problem a family member passing or something i've learned in my five sessions that i've been in (laughs) how yeah no but it's amazing because i'm also connecting with my therapist but i'm also just realizing so much about myself um so it's more a reflection and the things that I want to work on and the things that I've held in for years and friendships are part of it um I think it's very important to have some type of friend womenship uh womenhood is everything okay with yeah, that's us talking. That's our oh oh okay well <laughs> yeah I think it's very important to have that type of um bond with a woman um for me i need that type of courtship or whichever it's called you know it's um jessica how do you feel i'm all all lost for words (laughs) the coffee's kind of kicking in (laughs) i do think it's imperative that um women or even just people in general um have bonds i think it it kind of makes you a well-rounded person Mm -hmm. when you do have relationships with people outside of your family um per se i mean granted you do people that you consider friends um obviously you consider family essentially <laughs> but mm-hmm. it just it just helps out with i feel like people's character and integrity and you know it helps you build who you are like i mean outside of you forming these relationships with your own person obviously but i think that um creating meaningful bonds with people is just I think it's imperative for life. Like, it just makes you feel good. You have a core group of people that you can not necessarily confide in and, and discuss topics and kind of just be be there for. I mean, who wouldn't want that? Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's everything. I agree. And I also reflect on just kind of um, areas of my life, I guess you can say, the right people that came in at that time and then, you know, have had their season for that type of growth. And now I've grown to a different person. And now these type of people have come in my life. I've also reflected a lot on that as well. So I think it's important that your core, you know, group of friends kind of uh, reflect who you are. You know, you definitely want to keep women around that have the same values as you, you know, respects. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's very important, too. Um, but yeah. yeah. Sorry, come chime in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So sorry about that, guys. Um, Friendship. Um, I think, like, as you get older, we're all in our 30s looking good. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But I think that as you get older, you start to be more intentional about who you allow in your circle. Um, And sometimes that causes for pruning people who've already, who you've, been friends with for years um and then also just being careful of who you let around who you give access to you to mm-hmm. um one thing that was a little difficult to come to grips with is um having to prune remove people mm-hmm. 
from my life because sometimes you think that because you've known them since you were like in high school, you've known them for a certain amount of years, then you're obligated to still be their friends. But the thing is like, exactly. we, you know, you grow apart. Yeah. Um, and there should, there's no love loss. Like you still love these people, but you don't have the same interests anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but also on the other hand, it could be just these people are not your people, mm-hmm. you know, because having friends in middle school and high school and then being 35 plus 36, 37, 38, um, the paths are different. Like mm-hmm. your values may have changed. You're like, mm-hmm. this is not the same person that mm-hmm. I knew like when I was 16. Um, and so, but then also you're not the same person. When you exactly. Were 16. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so um, sometimes those people stay in those places um, and never grow. And here you are growing and, you know, you're going in a different direction Mm -hmm. and, you know, you don't believe the same things. You don't value the same things. Um, So sometimes you have to leave those people behind. But I think the one of the 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 rose and the thorn of being older and getting new friends is that you are, like I said, you're a lot more intentional about who you allow in your circle. So, you know what you're going to tolerate and what Mm -hmm. you're going to put up with. Um, but also because you know what you're going to tolerate with and what you're going to put up with, you're a little more on guard and it may be a little harder to find new people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. I, um, I will say this in my, prior to my thirties, <laughs> I would have dated myself, but prior to my thirties. She already said we're all 30 I, I, like, I know. <laughs> and, and looking good <laughs> and above. <laughs> Um, I was this social butterfly, like I'm still him, but when I meet people, it's more so like back then I'd be like, oh yeah, let's exchange numbers and let's hang out. And I was so just meeting people and having all these friends mm-hmm. and different clips of people and it was amazing. And I realized in my 30s that I don't need to have all these people. Like, and they're certainly not friends. Mm-hmm. I very quickly learned the difference between associates and friends. And so um, I think it's, it's good to kind of realize that, too, as you're growing and um, making and creating these bonds and stuff with people. Because, yes, you want to be intentional, but also understanding that everyone is not, you know, your your rock. Like, everyone can't be a part of your sister circle. Like, it's fine to have associates. It's fine to have people that, you know, you just want to hang out with. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's seasonal friends. I think that's what it's, that's what it's called in a way where you've had friends for like, I think it's, it's so great if people have the same best friend from their teenager life to their thirties or to whenever from kindergarten. I mean, that's beautiful to be honest. Like, cause that means that you guys have grown together during that time and you guys were able to, um, you know, just kind of outweigh whatever happens. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I have a friend for 10 years um, that I met through uh, my job and I actually value her a lot because I feel like she's known me the most um, I had a friend for like 20 something years and lost that friendship and it's okay. That was kind of hard. I think when I'm learning in therapy is that when you do lose friends, it is more of like a grieving process and mm-hmm. I have to understand oh, that. Oh, absolutely. You it's know? like a divorce. Yeah, it's like a divorce, yeah. you know, it's a relationship that you're losing out of your life. And so people that's had friends for 10 or more years, you know, that's such a beautiful thing. But yeah, friendship is definitely something that is sacred. 
Do you mm-hmm. believe though? So first of all, <laughs> I don't believe. Do you, you guys remember Drake had that no new friends? Yeah, song? like yeah. I don't like that's so oh, cool. Yeah. No, give me all the new friends. Give me all. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I rested on no new friends, I'd have no. one. All right, y'all. So that wraps up this week's episode of the podcast with my girls, Jessica and Felicia. And I just want to thank you all for tuning in. But check out next week as we continue to discuss friendships and dating and just other things that really affect black women in our community. And, you know, with this tragedy that we've had to experience as a collective this past week with the loss of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and every single other family that experienced a loss by the death of someone on the helicopter. We are all grieving for you. We are all praying for you. And you know, if you are in a moment in a state of grief, then you know, it's okay. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to be sad, to grieve and mourn someone you did not know. And you know, the healthiest thing that I found that has helped me in this time of grieving is talking about it going to my therapist and speaking about it with my therapist, talking about it with friends, and just laughing and remembering the great things um, that Kobe Bryant contributed to uh, to us. And, you know, he gave a lot to us. And also just appreciating, as we typically highlight when there is any type of tragic loss, but appreciating your loved ones and your family. Like I've mentioned before, love your family out loud and love what you do and make sure we don't waste any moment of our lives doing things or with people that don't fill us up. So I hope you enjoyed the rest of your week and we will see you all again next week. Thanks. Bye.